for others. I'm Jeffrey Walls T, and, and welcome, welcome to Woodsburn Oaks. with the sole goal of putting our beloved town of Woodsburn Oaks on the map. Join us week by week as we interview local legends and talk about local events. In this week's episode, JT, you got to interview local wilderness survival expert Clive Dunkston. That's right, I did. And folks, you won't believe how enlightening this interview is. Hmm. Uh, I, I personally never knew just how risky it was to be out and about in society, walking down the street. You're in the wilderness. You're in the woods. What do you do? Yeah, that that is interesting. You're walking down the street. You're in the wilderness. Yeah. You're in the woods. That's right. That's, That's what is okay. Yeah, Clive went into uh, some pretty great detail here about survival tips. So nice. I think it's important we listen, Very you know, good. to everything Excited he's going to tell us. Yeah. Well, I love the outdoor stuff because I've, as a kid, would always go camping with my family, my mom, and then I would also, uh, even now, I still go camping with my wife, Betty Rubbers Crothers. Oh, hey, hi, Betty. Hey, Betty. Yeah. And we. Love doing that. It's a weekend getaway. It's fun to do. It's on a whim. As long as the weather is nice, we got decent yeah. enough gear. Even if it rains a little bit, we can make it happen. But I mean, yeah, sure. that's love doing that. Yeah, so I've, I've always personally loved the idea of camping. So that's, mm. you know, that would be a ton of fun, you know, for like the three of us to just go oh, out, um, hit the woods, hit the the, the trails. Well, and, JT, did you realize that we are already at a year from where we uh, first decided to even start this podcast? Did you know that? I did know that. Yeah. I also marked it in my calendar, uh, but you're a little early there, mm. Wendell. Am I? Yeah, yeah, you're about three days early. Oh, well, I mean, so. I knew it was around this time. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah but, uh, you know, it's great to hear that you remember. Uh, I, I can't wait to see what you got me to celebrate uh, um, our anniversaries. So. Well, um, mm. well, speaking of anniversaries and gifts, actually, Betty and my anniversary is coming up very soon. And oh, really? so, yeah, I need to think really? about what to get her as a gift. I mean, I, I know you've had some ideas in the past. Maybe oh, sure, sure, you got sure. any? I'll, I'll humor some ideas from you. Yeah, I mean, eventually you're going to have to take one of these ideas because they're gold there, Wendell. Yeah, uh, sure. Yep. I say you, t- you take it back. You go old school with it, right? You, you just okay. go on a date, a classic date. Okay. So you sure. say, Betty, we're going out. We're going to hit the kaleidoscope, right? Hmm. Get a couple subs, mm. chips, oh. right? Then we're going to we're I mean, gonna make subs and chips on our anniversary. Oh, yeah. What, uh, Eddie Dukes, I think. I, I mean, I, I don't know what year you're on, but like one is paper. Two is like wood, and then I th- I don't eventually Nothing there's gotta be like a subs edible, and though. chips. Yeah, but eventually you get to subs and chips. So well, I I don't think that's true, but you know I'll look into a little more. JT, okay. I appreciate the uh, the in the input the the yeah. thought there. I'm I'm thrilled Always that there. you're listening to me right now because this is I am really important you. that yeah. that you hear everything I'm I, saying. I'm, I'm hearing it for sure. It's uh, something to think about. That's mm-hmm. I can say that much. Yeah. So your your anniversary is coming up. So in a couple of weeks you you're gonna. Su- Surprise her, you're gonna get her a gift or something. Yes, yeah, so our anniversary is coming up in two weeks, uh-huh. and cool. I am going to surprise her by celebrating it a week early. Oh my gosh, say, so that surprise, would be, Betty. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I know you're expecting it in a week, but here it is uh-huh. now, even so a bigger surprise. That would be that would be this weekend, then. Yeah, that, that's right. Oh. Well, but Wendell, I mean, we're both so busy. I mean, it's important that you... I'm busy, sure, but mm-hmm. I can make time for my wife and my anniversary. Our anniversary, oh, yeah. I, I, I mean, definitely, I would never want you to not. Do that, but I mean, yeah. you know, life happens. You and the listeners are going to hear in this interview that the Clive goes into some intricate detail on how you think you know what your plans are. Okay, you're out. You're with Betty. You want to sure. celebrate your anniversary. Okay. Next thing you know, you're in the woods. 
Well, I mean, okay. I don't know about that. That seems a bit uh, a bit bizarre, JT. Yeah, I'm not just... sure that would actually happen. I don't know why that matters if it happens this weekend well, or the next weekend. It sounds like that could happen. I would just I'd plan, you know, plan ahead a little bit. Maybe schedule your anniversary thing for like, I don't know, two weeks from now on your anniversary. Hmm. You know, maybe she's got something planned and you're going to well, ruin it by surprising her. Well, I mean, I don't know, JT. I think that you got to do things kind of, you got you to gotta spice it up. And I'm going to spice it up by doing it early because it's expected to do it on the anniversary. So I'll do it early and okay. you'll never see it All coming. Right. It's going to be All great. Right. Well, how about we get into this interview and I can explain the importance of, you know, planning ahead and, and scheduling. Yeah, sure. Okay. Well, I think I am planning ahead, but yeah, go ahead. Right. That sounds good. But first, a word from this week's sponsor. Do you hear that? That's the sound of progress. Buy your Electro Ride today. You don't need a big truck to get around town. Four wheels, four doors, you don't need no more. Big truck, who cares? Your hat's turned backwards, who cares? You went mudding and I don't know what that means, who cares? Buy your Electro Ride today and save the environment one day at a time. I love my Electro Ride. Electro Ride is the best. When are we all going to get Electro Rides? I love my Electro Ride. Electro Ride. The future of tomorrow. Today. Located on Deep Fried Dog Lane. Cross from trucks and stuff. Electro Ride is a modified golf cart and is illegal to drive in the city streets of Woodsburn Oaks. Please consult a lawyer before attempting to drive Electro Ride. Ladies and gentlemen, this week I'm happy to have on Woodsburn Oaks' very own wilderness survival expert and author of the book, Survive Alive, Cooking with Clive, survivalist Clive Dunkston. Hello, thanks for having me on. I appreciate it. My pleasure. One quick correction there, though, if one uh-huh. It's Clive Dunkstein, not hmm. Clive Dunkston. Just want to quickly point that out. I'm sorry out. about that. I've only ever seen the name written down. I've never uh, heard it spoken aloud. So you'll have to forgive me. Forgiven. Thank you so much. Uh, Clive, you know, the residents of Woodsburn might know you best from your KRAP uh, cooking show, Surviving and Alive, Cooking with Clive. Yes. Uh, could you, I guess, explain a little bit about your show for people who aren't familiar with it and may not know anything about the town of Woodsburn? Yes, I can do that. So my, my show is what it's about is if you ever find yourself in a wilderness survival situation mm-hmm. it specifically focuses on the cooking aspect of it nutrition okay. so that way if you're in that situation you can find use local resources that you would find scurrying around hmm. scavenging around foraging around yeah, like so going to like the local convenience store we're not not quite because if you're if you're out in the wilderness there is no convenience store no store it's a very inconvenient situation oh. <laughs> if you will Yes. Okay, I so, see what you did there. Yes, so you will want to use whatever you can find. So uh-huh. in my most recent episode, for example, I show people how to cook a pine cone uh-huh. over a handmade fire by roasting it over that and then by also crafting a bowl uh-huh. out of either stone okay. or a big piece of wood Wow. and filling it with snow and melting it over the fire uh-huh. so it boils Right. and you plop that roasted pine cone into that uh-huh. So the hot water breaks it up, right? Makes it more chewable. Okay. And then you collect mosquitoes. I'm sorry. Collect mosquitoes. Mosquitoes. Yes. Why? Because then you sprinkle them on top. Oh. And that's how you get your protein. You eat, the, eat that roasted, boiled 
Oh my god. Point cone. Why in- would you need mosquitoes though? I don't get it. Well, it's a way to get energy if you're out you 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 burn through a lot of energy when you're in a survival situation. So protein is important to consume. So if you're just eating the point cone, you're not really getting the protein. So you gotta use what's available, uh-huh. what's easily available, which right. would be mosquitoes. Okay. You greet them, you sprinkle them on top, Ugh. you eat it. You're losing me at the mosquitoes every time. This is an example of how you would right. survive in it. I mean, I'm I'm fine with a pine cone, a roasted pine cone. Well, you could stop there if you want, but if you needed more protein, that's just a quick, easy example of how you could do it. And this, of right. course, what would you would do in a sort of a coniferous forest scenario? It wouldn't be the same in a desert, but right. But so each week I go over how to cook in a specific survival environment. Right, and so that's that's what you love to do, I guess, is show different cooking methods while you're in the forest. Correct, but it's not my full passion. Okay. My full passion is full-on survival in the wilderness. So food, mm. cooking, surviving, nutrition is a is a big portion of that. Okay. But what all we really say is my primary thing is also, you know, how do you build shelter? How do you use whatever you have on you when you find mm. yourself in a survival situation okay. to get through the night, yeah. get through the next night uh-huh. until you're found? Oh, my gosh, two nights? It could be more. I don't like that. Well, it's best to be prepared. You'd like well, it less if you were unprepared. I guess that's true. So people really should, I guess, go out and read Surviving and Alive, Conquering with Clive. Right. Yes, my new book. Yeah. So I guess could you provide a little uh, insight into what the book covers outside right. of the cooking aspect? Yes. Um, so one thing I want to point out is, you know, you could be in any situation doing anything and all of a sudden you find yourself in the woods. For example, one uh-huh. of the topics in my book. Right. You're rollerblading down the street. Yeah. Got your headphones in. Right. Hopefully type with a cable, not a Bluetooth. Okay. And you're just in the zone. You're rolling, right. rollerblading down the street, and then you form yourself, you know, just really into what you're doing. Right. And next thing you know, you look up. Uh-huh. You're in the woods. Oh, my gosh. How do I get here? Right. More importantly, how do I get out? Well, oh. what do I do now? Well, okay. Got to use what's around you. Another example. You're running really fast because you're trying to get a kite off the ground. You're going to fly yeah. a kite on a beautiful day. Uh-huh. You're running really fast. Yeah. You're looking up. You're seeing the kite getting higher right, and higher. There. Next thing you know, uh-huh. you're in the woods. Oh, my God. That's a situation. Yeah. You're walking the street. Uh-huh. You're picking up cans. Right. So you can get some cash yeah. for that. You're picking up that. You find some deep in the gutter. Yeah. You go way down there. You get it. You rummage through. You get all uh-huh. those cans. Uh-huh. You come on out. Next thing you know. Yeah. You're in the woods. So, so I guess um, I, I'm good, though, because I don't do any of those things. I don't know how to rollerblade. I've uh, never owned a kite, and I don't need to can for cash. I got, you know, I got my money. Well, another scenario that uh-huh. I wrote about in my book. Yeah. You're sitting down on the couch at home. Yeah. You're watching TV. Oh, no. You're flipping through channels. Yeah. Next thing you know. No. You're in the, You're woods. In the woods. Oh, come on. Yes. No. Yes. I do that. I watch TV. Most do. Oh, God. Have you ever? I mean, that's terrifying. I mean, to prepare for this, do you ever just go out into the woods and fully prepared to see just how it is to be in the woods? Well, all I like to do is how I wrote my book uh-huh. is I, I put myself in these situations. I'm rollerblading. Uh-huh. And I find myself in the woods. I uh-huh. do that on purpose. And then I take what I've got yeah. to survive the night. And I wrote about it so you know how to do it. Uh-huh. When you will find yourself in that right. exact same position. 
for example, with the rollerblading, mm-hmm. once you find yourself in the woods, yeah. you got your rollerblades, you maybe pop off a few tires. Okay. And then you can take that and maybe throw it at a little chipmunk. Oh, yeah. Or a squirrel. Or like a moose, ninja. Or maybe even a bird. Like a ninja. Sure. And then and you hit it in the head and it dies. And then you take that and you build a fire with your hands. Mm-hmm. Do sticks to rub together. I talk about this in my book as well. Okay. You got to use what's around you. You got to use what you brought on you. Right. You got to use what was around you. Yeah. And then you make a fire. You roast the mouse on the electrical cable from the headphones. Uh-huh. And then it cooks. Uh-huh. And then you eat it. Then you take that same cable. Uh-huh. And you, what you do is you, you make a, tie it between two sticks. So that way you can go ahead and put some leaves over the top of it uh-huh. and sleep under it at night. Yeah. Like a hotel. Yes. Oh. So do you, I guess it sounds like you really love being in the wilderness. You just go out there then and just spend mm. time, huh? Actually, yeah, I'm not really much of a, of an outdoorsman, I would say. I'm right. not, I don't really enjoy it. So you must be talking about camping, I assume. Uh, I'm sorry, what was that? You sound like you were describing camping. Camping. Yes. And what is camping? Maybe I was. What is camping? Well, it's when you go out in the woods on purpose. Okay. With a not a, doing that. Maybe a tent or a, okay. a trailer. Okay. Something to sleep inside. Yeah. And you get out there and you then sleep the night and you spend oh. time intentionally on purpose right. in the woods. Oh. I don't really like doing that. Yeah, I don't think that sounds like a good time either. Yes. Yeah. So what I like to do is when I do go out in the woods, it's for research only. Right. But you do love the outdoors, though. No. Oh, well, I just figured with all the time you spend out there writing your books, doing your TV show, coming on this podcast to promote the outdoor lifestyle, that yes. you would, in fact, be a, a, a fan of the outdoor lifestyle. No, I'm not. It's not really something I'm into. It's what got me into it, really, right. was when I was a kid, my grandma, Okay. she would always go on walks at night. Mm-hmm. She would healthy. Go, yes. She would try to be as healthy as possible. And she would go on walks at uh-huh. night around the block, take maybe about oh, half hour or so. Yeah. One night she went and she was gone. It was half hour. Yeah. 45 minutes. Okay. Hour half. Two hours. Oh, for two hours? Yes. We gave her space because wow. we want to respect her. Maybe she right. want to go for a further walk. Then we got a little concern. Give me a break from this family already. Yes. You know? Could have been the case. So we gave yeah. her that respect. But then after two hours, we thought, well, you know, she might need some help. So sure. we all, sure. me, my dad, my mom, my brothers and sisters, we all got in the car. And we drove around mm-hmm. looking for her. And we could, we could reach out the, out the window, Grandnan, Grandnan, yeah. where are you? She responded. No, nothing. Wow. We did that for another two hours. She's gone for like four or five hours at this point? Yes, about right. And we decided, you know what, well, it's probably time to call the authorities. She's, mm-hmm. she's proper lost. And so yeah. we went ahead and called the authorities. They widened the search. Yeah. Extend beyond the two block radius we've been searching. Yeah. And went to four blocks, eight blocks, blocks. 16 blocks, blocks. et cetera, uh-huh. to finally spilled out into the woods. Ooh. And as they were doing the woods search, yeah. that's where they found her. Yeah. Lost. Confused. Oh, I'd be confused too in the woods. Yes. Yeah. She was lost. She was confused. She was cold. On oh. the brink of death, really. Oh my gosh, after 14 hours? Yes. Well, I guess she was old. Yes. Yeah. So she was 
distinctly found before it was too late, mm-hmm. before she was succumbed to the elements. Wow. So after 14 hours in the woods, that must have been a rather traumatic experience for her. Yeah. From that point forward, she was never the same again. She just couldn't think straight. Mm-hmm. Always repeating herself, thinking she was living in a different time. It was just tough. We did put her in her own. Uh-huh. Takes care of people who, for whatever reason, become confused. Right. And so since she was so confused, we put her in this home so that she could be taken care of, get the proper care. And right. I just knew at that point, then and there, that I want to do everything I could to keep mm-hmm. other people from finding themselves in that same situation because yeah. of the yeah. deep confusion they took on by all of a sudden finding mm-hmm. themselves in the woods. But that's what that's what caused the confusion for her was being lost in the woods. Yes. That's incredible. Yes. And I guess that's probably what motivated you to also write this book. Yes. And, you know, thank you for bringing a, co- a copy for me. Oh, uh, I really appreciate it. Uh, you know, <laughs> believe it or not, not a lot of our guests actually provide their literature that they're here to promote. So thank you well, for doing that. To be honest, it's not actually out yet. The book right. is, yes. hasn't been but published. I got an advanced copy right here. Well, I actually so. brought on the show so I could reference it when I right. talked about yes. things I wasn't actually planning yes. on giving you it, it out. And you put it on the table. Uh, we, we, and I'm pretty sure you slid it across to me and said, I said, look you know, at this, this is page. Yours. This is what I was talking about. And I, you said, here, take this. Take this example. And I reached out and I grabbed it. And I thank you, Clive. We, we, People don't do that. People yeah. are cheap these days. Well, you know, that is my my personal tablet, but okay. Yeah. I guess. Hey, don't worry about it. You know, we, we got this Woods Burn Oaks. We got tablets coming out that you know what. All right, buddy. But I, I promise, Clive, that I will read this book. You have you have given me the tools now to survive, and I I can't thank you enough. I will sleep better at night knowing now that when I wake up tomorrow and watch TV, and I find myself in the woods, yes. as you say, yes. I'm set. I am prepared. Well, it's important, and I'm mm-hmm. I'm glad. I'm ecstatic. It makes me feel very good. Right. To know that that's where you find yourself mentally that mm-hmm. you you would know you come to terms that this could happen yeah and you're doing what you can to prepare for it so when it does happen and it will probably happen at some point that sounds like it you will survive it mm-hmm. you will live through it yeah you'll be alive right and you know what ladies and gentlemen i think we can all say thank you clive for coming on today Welcome to woodsburn oaks again ladies and gentlemen woodsburn oaks very own survival expert survivalist Clive Dunkston. Dunkstein. Dunkstein. All right, Clive, thank you so much for coming on. You're welcome. Thank mm-hmm. you. Mm-hmm. Would you mind just signing this real quick? Just... You want me right on the screen? Yeah, I don't understand why you would be so stingy about it. Yeah, I guess. Mm-hmm. It is so great when your lips touch a warm glazed donut. Don't them? Huh? I'm Carol of Carol's House of Doe, and of course the host of our local access cable program, Carol's Show of Doe. And I think it's time you had a break. Come on down to my little shop and have yourself a hot pretzel, a bomb strudel, a fat carl, or any other freshly baked treat you might be able to think of. Don't worry about that diet. Like I said, you deserve a break. So sneak on over and have some cake. Best served at Carol's house at the door. See you soon. Well, JT, congratulations on yet Thank another you. interview in the bank with yes. Clive Dunkston. Batting a thousand over here, I gotta say. Well, it's another great content for the podcast. Yeah, so yeah. 
and I'll you know you that. it's not only great content for the podcast but mm. it's also great content for your belly Oh, well, because, okay. you know, after the Delado Bake Show episode, I, yes. I felt the urge to try the recipe you learned there. Right. The, uh, the double mountain mm. chocolate mountain river. Something about valley after You know, there's that. a mm. big old cake with chocolate in it. And, yes, uh, I was yes like, it was. I'm going to try that. I'm going to try it. So okay. I went home and I made it and yeah, I pulled it out of the oven. Maybe not the most visually appetizing thing I've, I've mm. ever made. Yeah. No, I yeah. can agree with that when yeah, I saw it. Was, it. Yeah. It's uh, it not much mountains but just like two soft round yeah halves of a chocolate basketball and then you cut into it and the river mm-hmm. comes out yeah yeah Ooh, boy that was a tough sight to see but yeah delicious yeah, delicious well, well i'm glad you got to try some i yeah. i didn't when i was on oh. the show but uh glad it was good well, for you mm, yeah i mean i'm still eating it okay still eating it you know and you, you made it how long ago oh uh when did that episode go up so about that long um okay it's pretty good though like i mean it's okay. getting worse with time that's okay mm. you know you gotta you gotta survive off of what you have like clive says for instance okay. uh, so the reason i bring up delado is because sure. clive gave us that pine cone recipe yes i'm bringing him talk yes. about that yes and so a few days after the interview i uh was walking around and i saw a pine cone on the street and i was like oh my gosh that's fate mm. if i've ever seen it Ooh, on the street though well i'm where are you gonna find a pine cone where else would you find a pine cone uh, if not on the street. At the base of a tree in the yard, not in the Whitley Street. Oh, but okay. I live in an apartment, so okay. I don't have a yard. Okay, okay. Be considerate. And um, uh, okay. so I took the pine cone home, and I was like, I'm going gonna, gonna to do this bad boy. And I couldn't remember everything that Clive said about the recipe for the pine cone. Oh, okay. But, you know, really, I think the message he was trying to convey wasn't specifically like, you know, roast the pine cone on one side for 20 minutes you know it was more mm, like mm. you're in the woods you're famished you want you want to eat so what do you have you have a pine you cone. have a pine oh, cone okay. so you take the pine cone mm-hmm. and you use your surroundings and you base use the pine cone as a base and you make your meal around it okay okay so i took the pine cone home mm. i'm in a kitchen with supplies in my apartment kitchenette right. nope. but i'm in there okay. with mm-hmm. supplies and so I, I opened the cupboards. And what do I have? I've got chocolate sauce. I've got marshmallow puff. Mm. I've got uh, chocolate sprinkles. Okay. And so I've got whipped cream in my mini fridge. Mm. I've got maraschino cherries. Mm. Okay. And so okay. I'm, I'm yeah. thinking like, all right, I got an idea here. So I, I bake the pine cone. Mm. Okay. As if you were in the woods, you would use a fire. But I'm in my apartment, so I have an oven. Sure. So okay. I, I bake it at a good solid 275 for 15 minutes. Okay. Comes out. It's warm to the touch. I'm like, imagine. perfect. You know, okay. so I pour the chocolate syrup on it. Okay. I drizzle some of the marshmallow puff over the top of it. Okay. I take my, my chocolate jimmies. Chocolate jimmies? Yeah. Another word for uh, sprinkles, jimmy. You oh. know that? Yeah. Didn't so, know that. Okay. So I'm putting the, the jimmies on. Sure. I get my whipped cream. All over the top of it. I get my cherries. Mm. And so I start eating. I get through the cherries, get through the whipped cream, the sprinkles, marshmallow puff getting a little full here. Yeah. You know, by the time I get to the, I didn't even finish all the chocolate sauce. I never made it to the the pine cone, which is really a testament to uh, just how accurate Clive's information was because I was, I was satiated. I was nourished. So I think that really lends a lot of credence to everything Clive told me in the interview. Well, you know what, JT? I support you and what you're doing there. I think that's great that you are trying to expand your horizons by 
baking something new, a pine cone. And mm-hmm. then, of course, mm-hmm. as Clive has basically his whole spirit of what he's trying to convey is use your surroundings. That's so right. you happen to have in your surroundings a bunch of sweets and you made yourself a some sort of a chocolatey pine cone delight. So, mm-hmm. Oh, that's a good name. Okay. Yeah, you can have that. Yeah. So, yeah. Well, congratulations on doing that. And uh, you ate it all then? It's all gone? Uh, well, I ate what I... I ate what I could, but you seemed. I'm sorry. Was I supposed to bring you? Some? No, 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 no. I, I just was curious if you were able to. I'll make you actually some. consume. That, I'll make you a pine cone. It's fine. Nope. That, Extra whipped cream. Oh, JT, no, it's you don't, don't worry. You shouldn't have to do that. No, it's fine. Don't worry All about right. that. Don't worry about that. So yeah, with that recipe, I I think, you know, I'm ready. I can camp. Oh, um, so I can camp we because can you camp. made a chocolatey pine cone in your kitchen. That was yeah, but that was just one part camp. of the interview. Okay, and it worked. So all the parts of the interview worked, all right? Okay. I guess you could draw that conclusion. Okay. Sure. Yeah. So what do you say, you and me, mm. we, we go out, we just start walking around town. The next thing you know, we end up in the woods, man. Well, I, I don't know about that. That doesn't sound like a very fun trip, first of all. I'd, if I was going to go camping, I'd rather have my gear with me. But I mean, Okay, yeah. You bring your gear, but and I, we can hit the woods. But JT, I mean, aren't you scared of <laughs> the Woodsburn pecker or the <laughs> no, wailing hag of Woodsburn or maybe yeah. even would being in a tent traumatize you? I mean, you had Why would interview a interview with Badong. <laughs> I mean, you were in a tent the whole time. Are you sure you really want to go back into a tent? Yeah. See, I, I, yeah, maybe you're not quite ready for go camping like you thought. Oh, I think, I think though that you and me, we're friends though. So you mm-hmm. and me together, we could conquer all our fears. You know, you listed a bunch of fears we have and we can go uh, through it now and we can conquer right. them together. And that'll strengthen our bond. And what a better time to do it than the anniversary of the, the inception of the pod. Well, uh, I don't know about that, JT. I mean, I think, um, as I mentioned earlier, I've got my anniversary coming up. And I'm going to be trying to do that with my wife here this coming weekend. And I think, you know, as mm. the interview was going, I kind of right. had a thought that popped into my head. And I think okay. I'm going to take her to the Woodsburn Oaks Montenegro Resort and Spa. Oh, and you can't, you can't, af- me? You can't afford to go well to uh, Montenegro, bro. Well, OK, so maybe on a I librarian am, salary. Come well, on. That's tier three librarian. When, when all, it's that out super expensive, dude. Well, it's the I, most expensive place in town. I, that's not, that's not you know who goes me? there? Theodore Fairchild. And and a librarian can't afford to go there is the point but, I'm trying to make. So I but 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 my father in law, Bill Rubbers. rubbers he is a member, and so oh. members okay. get a discount that also extends uh-huh. to their family members as well. So, oh, so Betty's going to go. Well, she's my wife, so that uh-huh. the anniversary getaway, I would be her plus one. So she's the relative of the Bill Rubbers. So Bill Rubbers is getting you guys an anniversary gift. Well, we're going through his uh, discount, so it's uh, my idea. So okay. My, my idea, so my right. gift. Um, um, utilizing just like Clive, utilizing the resources we have. My resources, right. Bill Rubbers and his discount. So, huh? There we go. No, uh, what? No, no, I just yeah, I just I think that is great idea. Have DHG. you floated this past Betty though? Are you sure well, this is something she wants to do? Well, of course she'll want to do it, but it's a surprise. So I'm not gonna I'm not just gonna blow that surprise but by saying earlier we hey, went Betty, over. What do you think? And this, I'm that just was gonna a perfect say. impression of you. That's what I would sound like if I was that much of an idiot to ask. But her. Wendell, I, th- I think you should really talk to Betty about this. You don't, you know, you shouldn't really just surprise her with something like this. Well, that's the point of a surprise, JT. It's our anniversary. I'm surprising her by first one, doing it a week early. Two, mm. big surprise, right big on. weekend getaway. So, our anniversary. Well, I mean, 
we got to put two together. We got a oh. one year for the podcast idea, conceptual, and then our marriage anniversary, which is a you know a big deal. And uh-huh. I want to change things up, spice up a bit. I don't want to just say, "Hey, happy anniversary on the day." Guess what we're doing on the day? Like, uh, that's but, a surprise. But you, so but I want. How do you know? I mean, we earlier we were talking about the importance of scheduling. Yes. How do you know that Betty hasn't already scheduled something for herself this weekend? Well, I mean, so, she hasn't said anything to me about it, so. Well, you know, I'm sure once she to... hears it, she'll whatever she's scheduled for herself. I'm sure she'll say, "I'll rebook it." Well, let's hear excited. what she thinks. Uh, what? Let's hear what she thinks. Um, well, I'll talk to her about it. I guess you'll yeah find yeah, out. At you some will point. talk to her about it because here I have your cell phone. Oh, and just you really... Well, you left it over in the bathroom, and I grabbed oh. it, so I just okay. Well, <clears throat> uh, JC, right, what are you doing? So here, oh, I'm just going through your contacts. Uh, JT, what the. Here. I really need to get a password for this. Mm, yeah. All right. So she's she's under favorites. Oh, the kaleidoscope is under favorites. Well, you know, sometimes you want to get a hot sub delivered. Yeah, and the library is under favorites. Of course. The landlord for the pod- podcast studio is under favorites. Well, if a pipe ever bursts, I want to dial him quickly. Right. That's it. That's, that's everyone in your favorites, huh? Well, you, <clears throat> well, yes, that is everyone in my favorites since I updated my phone a couple years ago. So, okay. JT, I... Okay. Uh, yeah, that's in the just podcast studio. It's kind of like a, a couple. Hmm? Uh, yeah, it must be a coincidence. I think I worked with him before. Okay. Well, here, talk talk to Betty on the pod. Uh, okay, here we go. Hey, Betty. Yep. Oh, almost done here. Just wrapping it up. We're just finishing this episode. I should be home. Uh, probably like. If I had to guess, 45 minutes from now. So if you want to start basting that turkey, I'll be home to enjoy it soon enough. Um, but uh, big surprise, Betty. So anniversary's coming up in two weeks. But guess what? I think we should go to the Woodsburn Oaks Montenegro Resort and Spa this weekend to celebrate. What do you think, Betty? Good idea? Yeah, we use your, your dad's this time. What? Um, sorry? He... You <laughs> did? Okay. Hmm. Well, uh, so we can't reschedule that. Okay. All right. Um. Thanks. Thanks, Betty. Um. <laughs> okay. Well. Uh. I guess I'll see you in a little while. Um. Yep. L- love you too. <laughs> All right. Bye. Mm-hmm. And what did she tell you, Wendell? She's busy, huh? Well, or, I guess I'm busy. That's right, buddy. So you called her. She said you called her three months ago. Uh-huh. And you booked this weekend in advance to say, I want Wendell's time. Mm-hmm. I'll think of something. Yeah. And we're going to celebrate our year. And so she held it for you. Yeah, man. It's the me. importance, Wendell. You've been paying attention of planning and scheduling. Uh, yeah. Wow. Okay. So now that you have this new obsession with the outdoors, you... You really want to go camping this weekend? That's what you want. I want to spend time. I think two best friends doing any activity together uh, is important. I, I don't know. I, are you so sure you won't I be want, scared, JT? I don't need you getting and, scared. Well, no, but I mean, come on. Again, friendship, we can conquer whatever. And you just confirmed on air that we're going. So, oh. like, come on. Let's. Yes, I'm going. Yeah. I don't, I don't know what to do about it. Yeah. I guess, uh, I guess we're doing this. Yeah. And I'm excited. And I'm Wendell Carruthers. I'm JT. And And welcome welcome to Woodsburn Oaks. Oaks.